This is Larry the Bearded Wonder with World 1-1, and you're tuned to the World 1-1 Podcast Network. Press start to engage your mind. Hello, this is your host, Zoe, and welcome to Mind Over Media Podcast, a podcast powered by the World 1-1 Network. Here's a note for all listeners. I am not a licensed psychologist, and all views from the show are from my point of view or from the point of view of my guests. Please take this into consideration while listening. Thank you. On today's show, we are covering the TV series Infinity Train. Also, we have a special guest on today's show, so strap in as we get ready to blow our minds. Spoilers. As previously stated, there are spoilers ahead. While we try not to reveal everything about the media we cover, there are spoilers about the content. Keep that in mind as you enjoy today's show. And welcome back to another episode of Mind Over Media. I'm your host Zoe, and today we are joined by the creator of the World One One Podcast Network, Larry the Bearded Wonder. Morning. It's not even morning. Not even close. You don't know when anybody's listening to this. That's 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 valid. Um. So like I said, today we're going to be talking about um, the show Infinity Train, and I just want to give a little background before we dive deep into it. So Infinity Train is a show that um, started out on Cartoon Network, and then was later finished off by HBO Max. Um, Currently, there are only four seasons, and sadly, uh, there doesn't look like there's going to be any more. There were supposed to be, I believe, eight in total. Plus a movie. And uh, we only got the four, so um, if you do watch all four seasons, you're going to have some questions that aren't going to get answered that were supposed to be. Um, But that's what we have so far. But today we're going to look at how someone might use this show as a mental health resource. Um, So before I give my opinion, Larry, how do you think someone might be able to use this show as a mental health resource? Uh, I don't know if use it is the right term, but it's definitely one that... It's definitely a, a piece of media that it's a major proponent for the concept of fix your shit uh yeah no like that's the whole purpose uh of the train and infinity train so um a slight spoiler but not a, a major one so basically this train picks up passengers who have something that they need to deal with that they're ignoring in their real life you get on the train and the train gives you a number based on whatever it is you're not dealing with uh it doesn't really so far give any basis on like 
where it puts your number how high or how low it doesn't really explain how you get your actual number like how you get the severity of it not explicitly but you do kind of get an explanation just in the fact that the the more you do and the closer you are to resolving your personal issues the lower your number goes so your number assignment is functionally based on how much work you have to do i would not want to be on this train i'm not even gonna lie i'd be there a good while yeah what's your number i don't we're not even gonna get into that like at all um so yeah anywho moving on from that um i Speaking agree of avoidance it's <laughs> just <laughs> Me dealing with my problems. Me dealing with my problems is not part of this podcast. Um, so I will agree with Larry that this show, uh, while you know, isn't a tool, it's not really like educating you on mental health per se. But um, I think that, like he said, it's a good, I you know, thing of you have to handle your 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 issues you can't just avoid them forever it's only gonna make things worse um uh one thing about the show is the train picks you up when whatever you know issue you're avoiding or problems in your life are going to lead you towards like a catastrophic or extremely just bad end um talking about that i'm really just gonna stick to season one um for any sort of in-depth look at the show because you know i don't want to spoil too much but we're really just going to be looking at season one or as it's uh addressed book one um tula has to deal with the fact that her parents are i don't know if they're in the middle of the divorce or they are divorced but either way her parents are separated and she wanted to go to this camp but things came up between her parents and she can no longer go to this camp she's like i'm gonna walk there and she's ending up walking through the woods in the middle of like you know while it's snowing and she's trying to head to wisconsin so i don't know how many of you know about winters in the midwest but they are not forgiving and uh so the train picks her up in the middle of this walk so i'm guessing it picked her up so she wouldn't you know die in the cold no it's not even that so much the train pickups have more to do with not necessarily you meeting a like an immediate catastrophic end but basically you're you're at essentially a, a fork where you have an option of okay i can either address my stuff and start working on my problems or not and keep going down this path and it's going to lead me into uh catastrophe but not necessarily like a physical well that's not what i meant i mean in tulip's case you know hers would have been more physical but i don't think that's the case for all of them i'm not saying that um because in the second season it comes at a moment of crisis there you go moment of crisis uh that's a good way of putting it the train shows up um so that's what we're dealing with with season one i think another way to use this show is if you are dealing with things that the characters are dealing with like if your issue just happens to be their issue that can be really helpful um for me season two was season two and season three were very big um 
because two of the characters, their issues, I have personally gone through, and so it was an interesting take on, uh, on it and how they were able to handle that issue. So if you're watching, you might just see someone trying to handle an issue that you yourself uh, might be going through. So I could see it being used in that sense, but like I said, there's only four books, so there's maybe four or five scenarios that, you know, might apply to the audience. Um, you think, what do you think is the, the big takeaway that you got from this show? Like, what was your big takeaway? The biggest thing is honestly, it's like, we've, we've all got choices to make. And it's up to you. no nobody can fix your your problems or your issues for you except you. And ignoring it is only gonna make it worse. I mean, the quite literally ignoring it will only make it worse in, in this instance because the longer you ignore it, the longer you're stuck on this train, not ever getting off and going home. And as much wonder is on there. It is a dangerous, hazardous place to be. I mean, you know, a couple of things to, to bear in mind is that, one, the the creator and the writer for the show uh, has actually said in interviews that, because it's not really talked about in the show, at least not as much as we got, and it may be something that was coming down the line as part of his plans that we didn't get to, but the... Time passes on the train the same as it does in the real world. Like, if you're on that train for three months, guess what? You've been missing from the rest of the world for three months. I think that's interesting to think about because in season three, I think one of those people said that they got on when they were ten years old. And then you see them and they're teenagers. So oh, yeah. they've been missing for years. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the metaphor of the fact that, you know, the world does not stop for your problems that's an interesting way to look at it too um i had to learn that harsh lesson because um i actually uh ended up going to the hospital for my mental health and you know yes i was there and the world stopped for me which was good so i could focus on my mental health because i needed to but you know my job was waiting for me, things were still happening while I was in the hospital, and just because I had to go and deal with my issues, the world doesn't stop. Things keep turning, things keep going. Um, also, you know, that same thing goes for people. Um, while you're going through your stuff, you know, not everyone's gonna wait for you while you get through that point. And I used to think, oh, well, they're evil, awful people, but also, you know, people gotta lead their lives, they got their own issues, and they can't necessarily stop to help you all the time, so that is a, I didn't even think about that, that, you know, the world doesn't stop, so you can handle your problems, mm -hmm. so. And not only that, too, but, you know, the other thing is that the, the train is much, you know, in that way that it's linked with reality in this show in this universe is that yeah it's uh it's not the safest place to be either and the rules are if you die on the train that's it it's it's not like you know you you kind of split up and you can totally and there's a uh, uh just heaps of ways that you can meet an unfortunate end 
anything from something, you know, drawn out and painful to starvation to falling off a cliff or getting stabbed for doing something stupid and pissing somebody off. Uh, yeah. Uh, quick mention that, um, I did mention that this was on Cartoon Network, but it has very mature themes, which is, um, it wasn't directly stated, but I know the creator was talking about that's why he thought it got pulled from Cartoon Network. Because there, don't get me wrong, there are other shows on Cartoon Network that go into, like, mature issues, like, you know, Adventure Time or Steven Universe. Um, but not quite like this show does. So, uh, while I do mention that it's a cartoon, I would say, especially season three, uh, would be more suited for, like, I would say at least ten and up. I wouldn't, you know, show that to, I wouldn't even show that to, you know, Larry's daughter and she's five. Just because, you know... One, she takes things very heavily that she watches on TV, but, uh, yeah, no, it's just not something I feel like she would grasp, but I feel like the other seasons aren't that bad. Three got real dark, especially with Tuba. Yeah, three got really that, dark. That was straight up brutal. Um, I also do like that in season three and season four... There were issues going on with the denizens on the train. Mm -hmm. So, just so you have reference, denizens are the people or creatures and you things. Got it in season two as well, considering season two was all about. Yeah, no, season two. So basically, seasons two through four, you get to really see how some of the denizens have their own issues on the train. And, you know, they don't they don't have the number to even tell them if they're on the right track. They just got to, mm -hmm. you know, now sometimes, you know, people are, you know, there's things on the train that just have a sole purpose of like, I'm here to do this thing. Like in season one with the Mountain Dew that came and opened the door mm -hmm. for, you know, for Tulip. I don't really think he was there to, you know, he didn't really have any sort of issue to handle he showed up to do this thing but there have been a couple of characters that go deeper than just being these things created for the train and that leads me into a whole other thing that you know the train creates these creatures but you know they may not understand what their purpose is they they were created you know they don't have a life beyond the train they can't get off the train they're just there. Yeah, no, they're they're trapped, and I mean, it, it says a lot too about if you want to talk in metaphors about the 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 people that work in the mental health care system as well. It's like, yeah, you're you're here to essentially be uh, a tool to help other people, but that that system is not designed to look after you. No, not at all. As someone who goes and sees a therapist, like, his job is there to help me, you know, and um, even being a teacher, uh, you know, helping children, there's not really much in the system to make sure teachers are taken care of. There's a whole big thing about, you know, mental health with kids, but, you know, systems say, hey, teachers, make sure you have some self-care, but there's really no like system put in place to make sure that that happens 
Um, that's not what the system is for either. That's the thing. No, that's it's not. That's part of what you know you see in Infinity Train is that the train itself, your literal tit titular character, is the train. But the train, as much as it's a character, is really just a system that is in place to to serve a very specific function and really nothing beyond that. It, and that's the thing, too. And the, the show makes a point of pointing this out in that, yeah, it's a system and it's a tool to help or designed to help or at least give an opportunity, but it doesn't have any real vested interest in what happens to you one way or the other. Your fate, your destiny, your choices are all in your hands. You have to make that choice. The train doesn't give a shit what you do or don't do. True, because if you die, you die, and it's not like the train... There's no safeties. No. But I think that's interesting to even look at, because... Well, no. No one got, like, thrown on the train. They all had to walk through a door. Yeah. So it's not like the train forced you to get on. Mm-hmm. It's just presented to you. Um, and I think even that is is something to to dig into about how you know, hey, here's a tool, it's presented. Now, you have no idea that the train is there for that, but it's like, hey, I'm presenting this to you. Are you going to get on or not? And in a way, the train is trying to help you, but I wouldn't say the train tries to help you in the most conventional way. In my head, it's like, it'd be like if I checked myself into the hospital and then the doctors are just like, yeah, figure your shit out. And I'm like, wait, what shit? Where do I start? What do I do? Now... The thing is, you find out in season four that it wasn't always like that. Because they got on the train and someone told them, like, "Yeah, this is why you're here. But then something happens and you understand why that's not like that anymore. Yeah. But, uh, but let's just say there were some uh, um, unplanned changes in administration. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when you see season... Because season four is a prequel to the you know, three previous seasons. And so, you know, people are getting on the train. They have, a, like, a video thing that's there to, like... Um, or is that after things get put back? I can't remember. But there is a part where, like, people are getting on the train and there's a video that says, you're here for, you know, here's what you need to do. And I think that... No, season four takes place before the other three seasons. Uh, you get a glimpse at... No, you're right. I think it was after. It was after he got put back. And yeah. then uh, the way the train was run was a little different. Right. And, and it was supposed to be more akin to what it was before everything got upended. Yeah. But also trying to make some positive changes to the system as well so that it's not so uh, ambivalent and unforgiving. Right, because, you know, you want people to get better. It doesn't help if you do that in a passive in, in a passive sense. You know, you're picking up these people, you know, give them, give them an idea of, you know, I get not telling them what their issues are. They have to, like, because most people, and actually I won't say most people, but I feel like, you know, some people have an idea what their issues are, but, you know, much like me earlier in this conversation, they avoid <laughs> talking about their issues. Um, and this train makes you dig deep um this also makes me think about another show 
that we were watching with uh, Lucifer, which is an episode I already covered, mm-hmm. with uh, going to hell and figuring out your guilt. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't tell you. Yeah. It gives you a hint, but, you know. So I think this this show, so I, th- I feel like we're going to wrap up here in a second, but um, I think this show is... It, it, uh, I don't know, it, it, it touched me in a way that not a whole lot of shows do. It hit me right in the feels, and sometimes it was pretty intense, but I feel like everybody, whether you have a diagnosis, no diagnosis, you know, I feel everyone could benefit from watching this show, um, and maybe if enough people go watch it and, and bug somebody, uh, the writer will be able to finish what he started. I know he wants to, um, just no avenue for that yet. Well, that was another piece that went, you know, un, unfinished was that the movie he had planned was supposed to run parallel to season four as well. There were a couple of moments in season four that hinted what was going on at the same time and what he had planned for the movie. Right, which is why I said, you know, you're going to watch some things and you're going to be like, huh, I can, I'm confused. Um, so if you're watching season four, think back really hard about season one and you can kind of put some of the pieces together once you find out some things. Um, but yeah, no, there was supposed to be a movie that definitely went and explained that more in depth, but you know, as of right now, we don't have that, but, uh. Yeah, no, so my recommendation is, you know, definitely uh, go watch the show. Uh, I think you'll have a good time. It's an easy watch. Uh, each season is, what, 10 episodes? And they're, they're about 11 yeah, minutes each. Whole season's about less than an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when season four finally got put up, we binge-watched it in one night. And it's really easy to do, because like I said, each episode is super quick, and, you know, they connect... And it's it's a really easy watch, so you can totally take a a Saturday off and just polish off the whole series front to back. Agreed. I think that would be um, super super easy to do. Um, but like I said, um, we're 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 gonna wrap this up. Um, and. Uh, as always, you know, this was Mind Over Media, and I want to say thank you to Larry for being here with us this evening. And uh, remember to protect your peace. I'll see you next time. You can find Mind Over Media podcast in the World 1-1 podcast feed at world11.podbean.com. All spelled out, all one word. World War One Podcast Network can also be found on all major podcatchers, such as Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Good Pods. You can find the Mind Over Media Podcast on Twitter at MindMediaPDCast and the entire World One One Network at World One Underscore One Podcast. <laughs>